The Beckers team is excited to be making our return to in-person events this fall. Join us in September for Beckers Hospital Review 6th Annual Health IT and Revenue Cycle Conference. We have opportunities to attend the in-person program in Chicago and also to join us virtually from the comfort of your own home. For information about registering and to find out if you are eligible to attend free of charge, reach out to us at registration at beckershealthcare.com. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with Dr. John Brownstein. Dr. Brownstein is a brilliant leader and he's serving currently as the Chief Innovation Officer John, Dr. Brownson, could you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us about the role of, of Chief Innovation Officer? Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much, Jeff, for having me on. I am, uh, as you mentioned, Chief Innovation Officer at Boston Children's Hospital, um, where I lead uh, a lot of our effort around right. digital transformation. You know, the idea behind our work has been to think about how to bring the best of technology and digital tools to support our patients and our providers, and really recognizing the fact that you know medicine is being fundamentally changed by the insertion of new technology and so we have an accelerator where we help build out and 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 build startups to, um, but then also work with best-in-class startups and larger companies to really bring us down that path of, you know, of really supporting our patients whether they're in the hospital or of course you know especially during this pandemic outside the walls of the hospital let me ask you a question, Dr. Brownsley. Speaking of the pandemic, what are you seeing currently in the Boston, the greater Boston area in terms of COVID, the Delta variant? Do you have any sense of what you yeah. expect currently? Yeah, absolutely. So my background is actually infectious disease epidemiology. So I've spent a lot of my time supporting the, the, the U.S. response, but also local response to this pandemic. And, you know, so far what we're seeing is small signs of cases coming back up. We actually uh, look at wastewater data, and we're starting to see viral load in wastewater slightly ticking up, um, and we're seeing clusters. Obviously, in Provincetown, we had a major outbreak uh, where the majority of people um, infected were uh, immunized, and so that's been a, a really interesting case study on the fact that, you know, breakthrough infections can occur in vaccinated people, and potentially they can spread this virus. So there's a little bit of worry heading into this to this fall with you know, this Delta variant being way more transmissible, the potential of breakthrough infections and transmission, you know, we may be heading into another surge. And you've been at Boston Children's Hospital for almost 17, 18 years. Talk a bit about the growth and the pride in Boston Children's Hospital, Children's Hospital for a moment. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been there for a very long time, as you mentioned, and, um, you know, it's it's been an amazing place uh, to, to spend my career uh, thus far. I mean, um, you know, the changes that we've seen at an institutional level and the, and, and the sort of appreciation for innovation, which happens at the top. I mean, Boston Children's was one of the first hospitals, let alone pediatric hospitals, to invest in innovation and, and, and truly digital health and really, you know, recognize that, you know, innovation can come from, you know, our providers and researchers and that there's an opportunity to think about new ways uh, of beyond research to see the impact of, of our know-how and and bringing you know intelligence into decision support tools and, and technologies in ways in which we can you know expand the reach of this hospital so um it's been quite a journey i mean we've you know done incredible partnerships with companies like amazon and google and their spin-off several companies now investing in startups and so you know it 
we, we've come a long way and in fact we were well prepared for when COVID hit you know to, to, to pivot to sort of an all virtual care model. And you're an infectious disease doctor by background. You're also chief innovation officer. You've also most recently been featured on TV a lot through the pandemic. Talk for a moment about some of the most interesting things you've seen in your career or, or some of these have been, you know, they don't have to be the biggest highlights from a public standpoint, but what have been some of the most interesting and satisfying parts of your career? Uh, well, listen, I think, you know, the, probably the most impactful and most interesting thing, thing that I've done throughout this pandemic is uh, that we, uh, my team launched uh, the website vaccines.gov. Uh, that is the main tool that the, the White House president, vice president promote to get people immunized. And this all comes to a technology that we built in our hospital, essentially uh, work with every provider of, of COVID vaccine around the country, get administration data, dosage information, and essentially make a tool that, you know, the American public can use to like, quickly identify which vaccines are available and, where, and how to book an appointment. So that tool itself has directly led to, you know, millions of immunizations and is really, you know, the digital front door to, you know, to getting vaccines deployed, which of course is, you know, a major challenge right now. At what point, and where, where are you at in this concept of, we've got about 70% of people in the country have got at least one shot. You know, when, when we have these outbreaks, this Delta variant surge, at least, at least the preliminary data perception is that people don't get quite as sick as they've been vaccinated, yeah. but obviously plenty yeah. of them vaccinated are getting sick. Should the government mandate a vaccine, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, Dr. Brownstein, you're, you're absolutely free not to answer that question, but do you have a position <laughs> on that? You know, I, 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 de I definitely do. I think that, you know, as healthcare professionals, I think, you know, we're going to see uh, vaccine mandates come into play. I think that there is a hybrid situation where, you know, vaccines are, are, are encouraged, and, and if you don't, if you don't want to get the vaccine, then you may have to undergo, you know, weekly testing or other types of hardships in order, you know, to remain working. But I think, you know, generally speaking, I think, you know, mandates uh, make sense. I mean, we're going to see them deployed at the federal level uh, very soon, and, and most health systems are going to eventually have them. They've got to work through some of these, you know, legitimate concerns about certain populations with, you know, you know, that have, you know, concerns about the vaccine, and we've got to work with every person to make sure that their questions are answered. But I think at some point we're going to be in a place where, you know, it's very similar to the annual flu shot where, you know, we mandate flu shots in our hospital. And I think at some point, you know, it'll happen for the COVID vaccine as well, especially once that authorization takes place. You know, it's, it's fascinating really, because at first there were two health systems that mandated vaccines, Houston Methodist and other health systems. Now over the last couple of weeks, we've seen a, a, a whole number of health systems be added to that list. And and I, yeah. I do expect you'll see more and more of it. It's a fascinating situation. When you look at innovation, how do you prioritize, Dr. Brownstein, where you focus your team's efforts? You know, it, it's it's interesting because you can, as an innovation group, you can get, you know, very, uh, um, you, you can get distracted by a lot of shiny objects and, you know, innovations that may not be the most valuable for patients and providers. So we have a pretty strong, Sort of sourcing uh, strategy that starts with you know real enterprise level goals where we're trying to understand sort of areas that might be impactful like primary care or behavioral health, but then we also do like deep dive at the, at the from the bottom up in terms of pain point identification. So we're trying to learn from 
you know, the staff, whether it's on the clinical side or administrative side, where, you know, the major issues are. And so as opposed to getting too wrapped up in, you know, you know whatever buzzword of the day, um, you know, that we want to point our team towards, we're going to be highly sort of evidence-based in terms of how we select things. And those priorities can come from the top or the bottom or somewhere in between. And I think that for us then creates the, the best pathway to actually implementing and scaling uh, innovations within our organization. Fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Brownsey. Dr. Brownsey, what a pleasure to visit with you. What a magnificent career. Congratulations on the vaccines.gov site and what you guys have done with that. Really remarkable. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. It was great to be with you.